the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The views expressed on the following program do not necessarily represent those of this station or its management. Inspiration. I can do anything. Education. Let's do this. And application. Oh boy, this is going to be good. Welcome to Like It Matters Radio. Keeping us out of the water hazard with some truth therapy and teeing up solutions for today's big issues, here's your life caddy, Mr. Scott B. Black. So welcome to the world of Mr. Black. Welcome to the world of Mr. Black. I am he. You are you and the time is now for Like It Matters Radio. Live and live like it matters. And today we're going to talk about the hidden things. You know, those hidden things, you know, it's really the hidden things that matter. You know, remember when we were little kids and we would worry about uh, what was hidden under the bed, what was hidden in the closet. You know, mommy, there's a monster under my bed. Mommy, there's a monster in my closet, right? We're worried about the hidden things. And what happens as we grow up in life and we move on that we... uh we tend to forget about the hidden things. We get tend to get wrapped up in the, the, um, um, the sensual, if you will. You know, those things that we can sense. Remember, we have five portals into our experience. We see things. We hear things. We experience things either tactilely or emotionally. We smell things. And we taste things. And when you understand that we are a a three-part being, right? Man is a three-part being. We live on the three different planes. Where uh, plants only live on the physical plane, right? Uh, Animals live on the physical slash mental slash social plane. But it is we human beings who possess a third plane. And that is the spirit plane. And in all three of those areas, heart, body, and soul, if you think about it, physical, mental, and spiritual, we can have hidden things in there as well. And it really is the hidden things that at some point come to the surface. And today, I want to go into those hidden things. I want to go into the three levels that we live on. I want to remind you that we have a conscious brain and an unconscious brain, or what you might call subconscious brain. And again, the numbers as they're given, now they could be skewed a little bit, But I think the numbers by themselves give you an understanding of how big of a deal it is. We use 3 to 5% of our brain consciously. And we then conversely use 95 to 97% of our brain unconsciously. In other words, you're not consciously aware of what's going on in there. We have 30 to 60,000 thoughts per day. And majority depression falls into a category called situational depression. And you know what causes situational depression? Our self-talk. The way we talk to ourselves. And might I suggest that for most people, some of the greatest hidden things in their experience are in their head. 
It reminds me of a story I heard a long time ago. It's uh, based on an old Hindu legend. It goes, there was once a time when all human beings were gods. But they so abused their divinity that Brahma, the chief god, decided to take it away from them and hide it where it could never be found. Where to hide their divinity was the question. So Brahma called a council of the gods to help him decide. Let's, let's bury it deep in the earth, said the gods. But Brahma answered, no, that will not do because humans will, will dig in the earth and they will find it. Well, then the gods proposed, uh, let's sink it in the deepest ocean. But Brahma said, no, no, not there. For they will learn to dive in the ocean and they will find it. Then the gods said, well, let's then take it to the top of the highest mountain and hide it there. Well, once again, Brahma chimed in and replied, no, no, no. That will not do either because they will eventually climb every mountain and once again, take up their divinity. Then the gods gave up and said, we do not know where to hide it because it seems that there's no place on earth or in the sea that human beings will not eventually reach. So Brahma thought for a long time and then he said, here is what we will do. We will hide man's divinity deep in the center of their own being inside of man himself, for human beings will never think to look for it there. All the gods agreed that this was the perfect hiding place, and the deed was done. And since that time, humans have been going up and down the earth, digging, diving, climbing, and exploring, searching for something already within themselves. I remember Dr. Zimmerman, a guy I've uh, followed a little bit on the internet, he shared a story about forgiveness. And he said two friends are walking through the desert. During some point in the journey, they, they had an argument. And one friend slapped the other one in the face. The one who got slapped was hurt. But without saying anything, he wrote in the sand, Today, my best friend slapped me in the face. They kept on walking until they found an oasis where they decided to take a bath. The one who had been slapped got stuck in the mire and started drowning, but his friend saved him. After he recovered from the near drowning, he wrote on a stone, Today, my best friend saved my life. The friend who had slapped and saved his best friend asked him, After I hurt you, you wrote in the sand. And now, after I saved you, you write on a stone. And he posited, why the difference? The other friend replied, when someone hurts us, we should write it down in sand where the winds of forgiveness can erase it away. But when someone does something good for us, we must engrave it in stone where no wind can erase it. And we must learn to write our hurts in the sand and to carve our blessings in stone. See, this is what happens, ladies and gentlemen. We have a lot of hidden things. We have hidden potential. We have hidden pain. We have hidden profit. We have hidden promise. 
But might I suggest that those hidden things come from other hidden things? Because we have our self-talk, 30 to 60,000 thoughts per day. And those thoughts can make us better or they can make us bitter. And you know the sad part is, most people don't even know they're there. And so they're hidden. How about beliefs? Everything we do or do not do is driven by belief. Think about that. And yet, most people don't know what they believe. I mean, we've had beliefs that were imprinted, beliefs that were basically just adopted, beliefs that had come onto us kind of like a fungus might come onto your athlete's foot, right? <laughs> but those beliefs dictate everything we got. How about the hidden pains? I'm a counselor. And I deal with people all the time, people in their 20s and 30s and 40s and 50s that are struggling with something today that sometimes I have to go all the way back to when they were 5 years old or 6 years old or 8 years old or 16 years old, 20, 30, 40, 50, sometimes 60 plus years away. And yet that pain still controls them. That pain still makes them turn and run. That pain becomes a stiff barrier. And then how about the fears, the hidden fears? Man, there are something like 2,000 known fears. Fear of rejection, fear of embarrassment, low self-esteem, low self-worth, wanting to be liked, fear of being alone, fear of the unknown, fear of success. We got so many fears that we have no idea what we're afraid of. But it's amazing that fear runs so many people's lives. Fear was Joe Biden's running mate in 2020. It is fear that got Donald Trump out of office. And so today, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to go deep. No, no, no snorkeling gear required. Today, you're going to need your scuba suit. So I'm Mr. Black. We'll be right back. This is Scott Black of Like It Matters. As many of you know, I have been helping people to be the best they were created to be. COVID-19 has accelerated changes that I have been considering for some time now. Many more people need to receive the benefits of Leadership Awakening. Mental health in our communities is a real issue. We recently received our 501c3 nonprofit status with the emphasis of creating and delivering, taking back your power and your freedom to the least among us struggling with mental health issues. Please help us help others. You can save a marriage, save a business, or a life by supporting Like It Matters with your tax-deductible gifts. All gifts are needed, large, small, and everything in between. Please consider becoming a monthly partner at likeitmatters.net. Give today at likeitmatters.net. And by the way, Like It Matters Leadership Awakening classes will continue. Check out the schedule at likeitmatters.net as we build our training for those suffering from the challenges of poor mental health. God bless you. Whoa, look at all these options. You could fill an entire warehouse with all the different ways you can stream Freedom 1570. Top shelf choices include Freedom1570.com, our free app, and Radio.com. Dad, guess what? What? 
You are going to be a grandfather. That's great. Not too long ago, moments like this with my daughter would have been a challenge. It was a long road for me to find myself again after Vietnam. It was my neighbor Jim, another Vietnam veteran, who finally convinced me that I could still connect with my family and find that fulfilling life I'd lost. And I went for help down at the VA. If I can take that first step after almost 50 years, I know other veterans can too. Visit maketheconnection.net to find out more. TheFishTwinCities.com is streaming your favorite contemporary Christian artists like Matthew West, Toby Mack, For King and Country, and many more. Stream along at TheFishTwinCities.com, download the free app, or listen on your Amazon smart speaker. Take a listen to this comparison of other training to Leadership Awakening. For probably two-thirds of my 30-year law enforcement career. I spent time in supervision and management, so I've been to a lot of leadership training. Been there, done that, got the t-shirt. I went to a leadership course in California where I worked, and it's an eight-month program. I went through that program. I went back later on as a facilitator, so I, I taught leadership. What we did in class was completely different than any other leadership program that I've been through. I mean, in 48 hours of leadership training in your program, it was just, it was dynamic. It was intense. It was powerful. You know, it was, it was amazing. It was amazing. Leadership Awakening. Change your heart. Change your mind. Change your life. Go to likeitmatters.net slash schedule for the next Leadership Awakening. Welcome back to Like It Matters Radio. Radio, Like It Matters, inspiration, education, and application. In other words, living life like it matters. You know, we have one life to live, ladies and gentlemen. And uh, depending on what you do, how you respond, how you spend your time, and how you uncover the hidden things really dictate so much. You know, I always compare the human experience to a sponge. We are very similar to a sponge because we take on things. And even though we take on many things, because we're such unconscious creatures, there are many times we pick up hitchhikers. I remember uh, driving through, uh, I think it was Arkansas. Uh, They would have billboards. And I guess there's a lot of waterways in Arkansas, kind of like in uh, Minneapolis or Minnesota, lots of water, right? And uh, they would have public service billboards that said, beware of hitchhikers. I'm thinking, what do you mean, beware of hitchhikers? And they would talk about having your boat in a body of water for a long time, that things can get attached to it. And then people would take out their boat out of the water without cleaning up the boat and then go to another body of water. And then there would be hidden things attached to that boat that when they went in the water, those hidden things would release themselves. And then they would call cause an ecological disaster or problem, whatever it is, ecologically, right? And so we are very similar. We're like a sponge. And I always use the example in class. And uh, just imagine with me, if you will. And you know how to imagine. We do it every single day. Imagine that you know, there's a table or a desktop or something right in front of you. Uh, and on it is a cup of Hawaiian punch. Now, you got to also imagine that you have a tile floor. It just makes the story work better. And so something happens, and that cup of Hawaiian punch gets knocked over. And so now all over your beautiful tile floor, there is red Hawaiian punch. And so you 
go in your kitchen, you go under your sink where you store your sponges, and you take out a brand new sponge out of its wrapper, you take out the wrapper, you throw it away, you go over, and you clean up your mess. And then you go to the sink, and you squeeze that sponge. Now, as you're looking at that sponge, and you're squeezing that sponge, even though you might not be able to see it, look at the sponge, when you squeeze that sponge, there's juice inside of it, right? And when you squeeze it, that hidden juice that's inside of the sponge will come out. And you expect it to be a little bit red in nature because that's what you cleaned up. Same scenario. But now let's say it's a brown soda. Let's say you're watching your, your weight and so you have a, um, a, a Diet Pepsi. Used to say Diet Coke, but that was when they used to like white people. <laughs> Ouch. Uh, so let's say there's a Diet Pepsi there. And so you spill your Diet Pepsi, and now there's Diet Pepsi all over your beautiful tile floor. So you had lost your sponge. You don't know what you did with the other sponge. So you go back under the sink, and you get a brand new sponge. You take it out of its wrapper, and you clean up your mess. And now even though you got a sponge in your hand, there's something hidden in that sponge because you just cleaned it up. And so when you go to squeeze that sponge again, you're going to expect some brown-colored liquid to come out of it. And my question rhetorically, because you and I aren't connected on the radio, you just listen to me, would be, why would you expect brown soda to come out of it? And then you would say something to the effect, well, that's what I put in it. And see, ladies and gentlemen, in the story, we are the sponge. Because we carry lots of hidden things around with us. And when we get squeezed, and if you don't know what squeezed is, life squeezes us sometimes. Squeezing could be a divorce, could be a marriage. Squeezing could be having someone come into your life or someone exiting your life. Squeezing could be a phone call or an email from the IRS. Uh, squeezing could be uh, the principal at your school calling you into his office. Squeezing could be your doctor telling you that you have cancer or that your child is sick or they don't know how to help your sick child. Boy, there's a saying out there. You can tell a man's religion in time of despair. And see, that's what my leadership training does. See, I'm known, what I've been doing for 30 years is uh, transformational leadership training. Uh, you can go to likeitmatters.net to read about it. And it's an experience, without a doubt. You hear commercials all the time of people who 30 years in law enforcement, people who are doctors, attorneys, uh, people who teach leadership will say, man, they came to my training, most powerful thing they've ever done, nothing like anything they've ever experienced. And what I do is, is I create... A, a sponge type of experience. I put a lot of pressure on people. Not to be mean, not because I'm not happy, not because I didn't sleep well, not because my wife no longer loves me. Nope. Why? Because I want people to see when life squeezes them, what comes out of them. That's what the proverb means. You can tell a man's religion in time of despair. When life puts pressure on you, what comes out of you? Because you got to get this leader. If it wasn't in you, it wouldn't be coming out of you. What's the old saying? You can't get blood from a turnip, right? 
but I eat a lot of beets. <laughs> and it looks like blood. It doesn't taste like blood. It doesn't smell like blood, but it looks like blood. And, you know, when life squeezes us, the only thing that can come out of us is what's in us. And my training is the toughest training. I'll be in Arkansas next week. We're going to Arkansas uh, and uh, Conway, Arkansas. We'll be doing a class. We have eight people from City Church right there in Conway. Looking forward to meeting you, City Church. Uh, the senior pastor and the worship leader are graduates of mine, uh, Joey Cook and Lane Long, two incredible leaders, two great men. Uh, and now they're going to be allowing uh, or encouraging eight of their uh, church members to go through our training. And then we have a couple uh, other grad, um, other referrals that will be joining us as well. We do one class a month. And I'm going to tell you right now on Thursday night when that class starts, I'm going to put some pressure on them. And there's going to be a lot of stuff coming out of them. Some of them are going to wonder, what's this all about? How could this be good? Uh, how could this be leadership? Uh, some are going to get angry. Some are going to get bitter. Some are going to be excited. Some are going to... Some are going to buy in more 15, 20, 30 minutes into it. Some are going to shut down 15, 20, 30 minutes into it. Why the difference? Because nobody responds to reality. You got to get this. We don't respond to reality. We respond to our map of reality. We do not respond to what is going on. We respond to what we believe is going on. And what's the difference? The difference is the hidden things. What are the hidden things in you? What is that hidden self-talk? Are you used to all your life being put down, being bullied, being pressured? And so then I trigger that. I bring forth that anchor, that loud people means discounting, that intensity equals pain, whatever it is. Or is it their beliefs? Their beliefs that uh, only mean people are loud. Their beliefs that uh, if you're nice, then you're gonna, everything you do is going to be nice. Their beliefs that if you love me, it's a good feeling. Well, how about their pain? Maybe they were bullied. Maybe they were abused by a parent. Maybe their wife's or their husband is abusive to them, physically or verbally. Maybe they have a history of being discounted, denied, downplayed. Treated like dirt. And so then when I come in there and put a little pressure on them, not to be mean, but to show them that they can overcome, to show them that they can handle whatever God puts in front of them, to show them that they're more than they think they are, to show them that they are more than overcomer. Because words are nothing more than a whole bunch of letters put together without the energy to back them up. And so we got to be aware of the hidden things, ladies and gentlemen. You know, we hear on the mantra all throughout the streets as uh, BLM is burning down cities and critical race theory, a basic theory of hatred is being taught to our kids. And the lie now, as you hear it all the time, is those are just legal concepts that are taught in colleges. See, you're being lied to. It's being told to our kids. You see it all the time. White privilege. Little kids are being told uh, about how to write, how, how it's unfair that they're white and they've been given all this favor and they're an oppressor. Don't tell me. And why this matters is because now we're putting in all this hatred, all this bitterness, all this neglect, all this guilt into our kids. Why does that matter? Because Dr. Adler told us by the time a child is six years old, the majority of their map of reality is in place. 
Could you imagine making a black person feel ashamed because they were born black? Making a black person feel bad because they're black? They call them that they're a lower form of life? That because they're black, uh, they're mean and nasty? That because they're black, they ha- don't have the rights of everybody else? That because they're black? You would, you would think that was the most racist thing there ever was. How could you make someone feel guilty about how God made them? That's what the whole LGBTQT, ABCD, EFG goes into, right? It's like, you know, we were made this way, and we should be able to be proud, right? It's a pride month, right? A whole month of pride about how homosexuality, you should be proud of it. Well, if you can be proud of being white, uh, black, and proud of being gay, and proud of being Latino, and proud of being transgender, what happened to the pride of being white? And not that there should be a pride of being white, but these hidden things. When you start teaching a child, no matter what their skin color, that they're flawed, that they are made evil, that they are made hateful, that they are made as an oppressor, that everything bad that's ever happened in their life they deserve, and everything good that's ever happened in their life they were gifted it. What do you think those hidden things will do to that person's life? that person's future, and that person's country. So today, ladies and gentlemen, we're talking about the hidden things. I am black, and we'll be right back. All in the construction business, constructing memories, relationships, new ideas, and a legacy that will outlive us. Life is best imagined as a construction project. At Like It Matters, we craft tools and teach you how to use them. Mr. Black has a bevy of tools to help you build your life into your dream. One of those tools is individual life counseling. The best analogy is a life caddy, because sometimes you just need another set of eyes. A second tool, books by Mr. Black, always opening up your mind. Third, workshops, where we teach people how they work and how to function at a higher level. And don't forget the daily radio show, Like It Matters, at 11 a.m. on Freedom 1570. Nice job. That's it for today. Wrap it up. Contact Mr. Black at mr.black at likeitmatters.net. Building a better you today. Likeitmatters.net. Helping people live their lives like they matter. That's mr.black at likeitmatters.net. Discover the tools to build your relationships, your vision, and your life. High school sports are as American as apple pie. And going to a game or meet is a chance to see the stars of tomorrow shine today. But as anybody who's ever attended a high school sporting event in Minnesota knows, you can't have the stars without the stripes. High schools are currently looking for new officials in almost every sport. Who looks good in stripes? Anybody looking for a way to stay connected to a sport they love. If you like the idea of giving back to your community while earning a few extra bucks, Chances are you'd look good in stripes, too. We want to hear from you. We need to hear from you. No officials means no games. No stripes means no stars. And what kind of America would that be? Minnesota needs more high school officials. Go to highschoolofficials.com to sign up or learn more. That's highschoolofficials.com. 
Take a listen to these words about Like It Matters Leadership Awakening from a recent attendee. Leadership Awakening is like nothing else. It's incomparable to any other training that I've been through, and that's executive professional communication training to to how to hold a fork. It, the, the Leadership Awakening is a deep mental experience where I was forced to challenge my mind in a way that I've never been challenged before. And it's, there's nothing like it. There's, there's, there's no way to explain it with words. You have to experience it. Leadership Awakening. Change your heart. Change your mind. Change your life. Go to likeitmatters.net slash schedule for the next Leadership Awakening. It's not only changing lives, it's saving lives. That's likeitmatters.net slash schedule. Welcome back to Like It Matters Radio. Radio, Like It Matters inspiration, education, and application. I am Mr. Black. And today we are talking about the hidden things. You know, it seems to be today a lot of people are holding on to things, uh, storing them away that they never should have held on to. You know, I used to be one of those pack rats. I used to save everything. When I, um, when I uh, fell off my uh, financial perch about 12 years ago, uh, I, had, I had storage units all over. I had places in Nevada. I had places in Texas. Uh, I had probably four different places in Texas where I had it, my stuff. I had three different places in Nevada where I had my stuff. And when I had to, you know, when I was paring down and getting rid of all that stuff, I had found so many hidden things, things I did not know I had, right? Uh, there's a thing, uh, I forgot the show, it's uh, uh, reality TV, where they have storage units. I think it's called Storage Wars, uh, where people uh, lose their storage units. Uh, and they just open up and their stuff stacked in and everything. They open up, people can quickly just look in there without going through everything. And they shut it down and they bid on it. And what they're bidding on is they're hoping that when they buy it and get it, that there are some hidden things, some gems, some things that are of a great value that someone forgot about, someone stored away. Uh, and many times, man, it, it's phenomenal. It's incredible. But usually it's not those hidden things. You know, there are those type of hidden things that are good hidden things, the potential we have. Uh, inside of each human being, uh, there is great potential. Uh, every single human being was given gifts and talents and traumas and dramas that if we would just turn them over uh, to the to the will of our Father, to God the Father, Abba Daddy, then He could use it. That's what Romans eight twenty eight means. That all things work for the good for those who love God, who are, are called according to His purpose. And it actually says God causes all things to work for the good. He doesn't cause all things. That doesn't mean every time we do something wrong, God caused it. No, what he's saying is he causes all things to work for the good. But there's a conditional statement. For those who love God and, that's a conjunction, and are called according to his purpose. That's why the book of Philippians is, is a book of uh, hope. Uh, it's a joyful book. And uh, Philippians 4, one of the most famous uh, verses uh, uh, is 4, I think it's 4, 7, right? But let me lead up to it. 4, 5 says this, let your reasonableness be known to everyone. The Lord is at hand. Do not be anxious about anything, but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God. And when you do that, 
and the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. In other words, he's saying, be careful of the hidden things, the hidden things of anxiousness, of worry, of fear, of doubt. Do you realize God in his good book, his holy book, says almost 400 times, do not fear, do not worry, do not fret, some form of that, because God knows that we store up a lot of things that we never should have. That's why it's called, it's called a pound of flesh. When people keep a record of wrongs, when people store up everything that's ever happened to them, they store them, and they even forget about them, but they are hidden there. They are stored in there. They create resentment. They create bitterness. That's why I always tell people, you can tell a person who's been wounded a lot by human beings because they'll become an animal person. You ever hear about the old woman or the old man that has 50 cats, 100 cats, or this person rescues animals and they have 12 dogs and six rabbits and two muskrats and, and one partridge in a pear tree. You know what I'm talking about? And they surround themselves with animals because the animals don't have a lot of hidden things. Yeah, they have instinct. But they don't have a lot of hidden things. But we humans, we hold on to things that we shouldn't hold on to. Bitterness, resentment. That's why God clearly, in the Sermon on the Mount, I'm pretty sure it's uh, Matthew 7, he says uh, to forgive as your Father in heaven has forgiven you, forgive others. So many stories in the Bible about someone that was forgiven great amounts, and then they go out after being forgiven for great amounts. They go out and find someone that owes them a little amount, and that person comes unglued on the person that owns them a little amount, even though they were just forgiven for a great amount. And all the stories wind up going that that person that would not forgive for a little, but yet was forgiven for great, now has to pay the piper. Now they're thrown into debtor's prison. Now they're cast out in utter darkness, the gnashing of teeth. Because God says, if you do not forgive... If you hold on and make these hidden things, these hidden hurts, these hidden dramas and traumas, these hidden record of wrongs, this hidden pound of flesh, he said, you're going to have a price to pay. Matter of fact, in the Sermon on the Mount, which is one of the greatest sermons ever given, uh, there's a part, there's the largest section of the Sermon on the Mount, which are called antithesis, where God himself Jesus Christ said, you have heard it said this, but I say this. See, Christ was always about the heart because it is in the heart where we hide things. That's where we store hatred and bitterness. That's where we store revenge and re neglect. That's where we store animosity. But that's also where we store love and joy and desire. And ladies and gentlemen, First of all, we're dealing with a world that doesn't even have their heart on. They've shut off their heart. We live in a time where people are cold. And a lot of people, the reason they shut off their heart is because they got a lot of hidden hurts in there. They got a lot of hidden things. Why do you think animals, they love animals so much? Because animals, they don't have the, the hidden things in their heart. Animals want to survive. Animals want to love and be loved. We get pets for relationships. You know, I'm a cat person by nature because I've always had cats because I travel a lot. 
But I love all animals. I love birds. I love dogs. And dogs teach us many things through their actions, not their speeches, because a picture's worth a thousand words. Think about these lessons from a dog. When a loved one comes home, always run to greet them. Never pass up the opportunity to go for a joyride. Allow the experience of fresh air and the wind in your face to be pure ecstasy. When it's in your best interest, practice obedience. Let others know when they've invaded your territory. Take naps and stretch before rising. Run, romp, play daily. Thrive on attention and let people touch you. Avoid biting when a simple growl will do. On warm days, stop to lie on your back in the grass. On hot days, drink lots of water, lay under a shady tree. When you're happy, dance around and wag your entire body. No matter how often you're scolded, don't buy into the guilt thing and pout. Run right back and make friends. Delight in simple joy of a long walk. Eat with gusto and enthusiasm and stop when you've had enough. Be loyal. Never pretend to be something you're not. If what you want lies buried, dig until you find it. And most of all, When someone's having a bad day, be silent, sit close by, and nuzzle them gently. And yeah, Mr. Black's had a rough couple days, so I could use a little uh, nuzzle gently. (laughs) Remember, as Dr. Viktor Frankl said, between the stimulus and the response, there's a space. And in that space is our power, it's our freedom. And why is our power and our freedom in that space? Because it's in that space where people put the hidden things. You know, and the study of transactional analysis shows us that there's a stimulus and there's a response. Now, the stimulus might encourage the response, but the stimulus does not dictate the response. Remember, our mind is six times faster than we can talk. And so when someone says something or does something, there's a stimulus, just like that dog returns to its vomit. Just like a sow returns to the mire after cleaning herself, we go to what we know. And so when, so, so when someone says something or does something, we go to our past. We go to our experiential aquarium. We go to the hidden things. We see something from our past. We say or think something from our past. Or we feel something, a trigger an anchor from our past. And then we respond not to what the person is doing, but we don't respond to the stimulus. We respond to our narrative about the stimulus, right? It's about inner peace. See, that's where it resides between the stimulus and the response. When Jesus Christ was being crucified by his creatures, by his pets, the first thing he said, was forgive them, Father, for they know not what they do. And God says, I am the way, I am the truth, I am the life. In other words, he says, I am your example. What I do, you do. And we live in a time where we don't forgive, we don't forget. 
We live in a time of the Black Lives Matter marches and destruction of teaching our kids to hate each other, critical race theory. Why? Because we're so wrapped up in what happened 500 years ago. 1619, or we're so wrapped up in what happened 400 years ago, or we're so wrapped up in what happened 72 years ago, we're so wrapped up in what happened 39 years ago. Don't you hear it? What the world's doing is it's putting hidden things in you. It's making you call on those negative hidden things. And you can tell a man's religion in time of despair. Because when life squeezes us, the only thing that can come out of us is what's hidden in us. And that's what we're talking about today, ladies and gentlemen, the hidden things. I am Black, and we'll be right back. This is Scott Black of Like It Matters. As many of you know, I have been helping people to be the best they were created to be. COVID-19 has accelerated changes that I have been considering for some time now. Many more people need to receive the benefits of Leadership Awakening. Mental health in our communities is a real issue. We recently received our 501c3 nonprofit status with the emphasis of creating and delivering, taking back your power and your freedom to the least among us struggling with mental health issues. Please help us help others. You can save a marriage, save a business, or a life by supporting Like It Matters with your tax-deductible gifts. All gifts are needed, large, small, and everything in between. Please consider becoming a monthly partner at likeitmatters.net. Give today at likeitmatters.net. And by the way, Like It Matters Leadership Awakening classes will continue. Check out the schedule at likeitmatters.net as we build our training for those suffering from the challenges of poor mental health. God bless you. Cool voiceover. Zany sound effect. Okay, we were going to write a flashy promo about streaming us on Radio.com. But considering how easy it is to do, we'll just keep it simple, too. Listen to Freedom 1570 on the Radio.com app. With protection for your motorcycle, boat, and RV, your progressive policy works the way it's supposed to. Unlike this indecisive sports talk host. All right, welcome to the Big Shark Show. Hey, Big Shark, any predictions for the game tonight? Well, if you ask me, they are definitely going to win big, but I also think there's a chance they don't win. It's just my gut that they will. Or they won't, but I do have a hunch that whatever happens, we will definitely know when it does. Wait, so... Either way, they always seem to come up with a big play, or sometimes just a smaller one. Switch to progressive today. Bottom line, they're going to win. Or lose. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Need new windows but don't want to sit through long, high-pressure sales calls? I get it. What if I told you you could get competitive quotes from three contractors after one short meeting with me on any window brand? And it's all free. Visit My 3 Quotes online. That's My 3 Quotes. When I attended the Leadership Awakening workshop, I didn't know what to expect, but I was open. The tools taught at Leadership Awakening helped me discover things about myself that were holding me back from being all God created me to be. Providential? That word coins these life-changing classes because I now realize there are works God has already created for me to walk in, and these workshops helped me to see this more clearly. I received practical insights that I am already applying to be a more focused businesswoman, influential mom to my two teenagers, an eight-and-a-half-year-old son, and patient and passionate wife. I got rid of a lot of clutter in my head 
BS, they call it, belief systems that were not serving me. If you want to know what it means to empower others instead of trying to control them, if you want to build a productive team in two days, if you want to press the reset button in your life and give yourself a fresh new beginning, then do yourself and your family a favor and attend the next Leadership Awakening. It's time the giant in you comes alive. Leadership Awakening is coming to a location near you. Details at likeitmatters.net. That's likeitmatters.net. Welcome back to Like It Matters Radio. Radio, Like It Matters, where we live life like it matters. And more importantly, I encourage you, I, I counsel, I coach, I, I life caddy you to live your life like it matters. Uh, and uh, I get a text from someone about the Word of God. Yeah, I actually uh, love the Word of God. I eat it regularly. Uh, what I do is not... Uh, is not uh, religious training. It's secular training, but I am a man of God. And the Bible says, from the overflow of the heart, the mouth speaks. And so if you are interested in the Word of God and knowing it better and living it and applying it, uh, every day I post a scripture uh, and then I explain it. What does it mean? How do you apply it? Uh, and that's something that we call wayofwarrior.blog. So if you go to wayofwarrior.blog and at the bottom, you'll, you'll see today's post. I post seven days a week, 365 days a year, have done so for eight plus years. If you go to the very bottom of that, fir- that post right on the front page there, bottom right, you'll see a button that says follow. If you hit that button, uh, it'll, allow, uh, it'll open a box up where you can type in your email address. And then every morning at 4.30, 6.30 in the morning when I post it, or sometimes at 1 o'clock in the morning, uh, well, as soon as I post it, it'll be sent to your inbox. You know, I got this uh, uh, email uh, from uh, a man by the name of Chris Morris. He's a pastor. I don't know Chris at all. Uh, it was dated May 28, 2021, and the subject says, thank you. It says, dear Mr. Black, I can't begin to thank you for the generosity you show toward my son, Miles. The divorce between his mom and I has taken its toll on him. My heart has been broken because I had no idea how to help him navigate this crisis other than encourage him to go to counseling. I've made numerous attempts to talk to him about what he was going through, but he's been pretty closed up. One day I called him, and it was definitely a different Miles on the phone. We were having a long conversation instead of a short one. He was opening up to what was on his heart versus just sticking with a small talk. He began to talk about the leadership boot camp you sponsored for to hear him embrace healing. I got emotional. I cannot thank you enough. You literally changed Miles' life, and I'm forever indebted to you. Thank you again, Chris Morris. You know... I don't feign emotion. I'm an emotional guy. If you listen to the show long enough, you'll hear me tear up, get emotional. I got teared up, got emotional. I've read this before. I read it a month ago. I think I read it on the radio about a month ago. Um, But it touched my heart. Because I have a lot of hidden things in me, too. Hidden disappointments. Hidden dreams. Hidden desires. Hidden fears. Hidden pain. I've made a lot of mistakes. I've uh, treated people in the past in ways that uh, it's not acceptable. And so what I've worked to do is uh, live today better than yesterday and live tomorrow better than today. I worked hard to uncover the hidden things, to deal with them, because you can't deal with it when it's hidden. And so that's what I do in my training is I 
put a lot of pressure on people. I bring some of the hidden things that are down deep in the earth's surface called your heart. And I bring them to the surface, not to be mean, so that we can deal with them. And then we can put them back in a proper way. And we live in a world that's telling you keep a pound of flesh or wreck or wrong. We live in a world that wants to tell you that based on your skin color solely uh, makes you either good or bad. That's just so, uh, such an affront, such a travesty. It just spits in the face of Dr. Martin Luther King. Dr. King in his famous speech, right at the very beginning, I, I go over it every year, called I Have a Dream. Let me read you at the beginning, one of the short little paragraphs. This is quoting Dr. King in the speech that everybody loves to hear their favorite parts, but not the whole thing. It says, quote, But there is something that I must say to my people who stand on the warm threshold which leads in the palace of justice. In the process of gaining our rightful place, we must not be guilty of wrongful deeds. Let us not seek to satisfy our thirst for freedom by drinking from the cup of bitterness and hatred. Let me read that last line, because Dr. King gave his life for it. Not only did Dr. King die a martyr, not only did Dr. King die in an unfair, unjust way, Dr. King lived. He lived to make an impact. He lived for peace and justice. He lived to fulfill the dreams of his father. He lived to honor and glorify God. I was talking before about Dr. Zimmerman. Uh, I don't know who he is, but he's got a website, drzimmerman.com. And he was talking about Steve Archerburn. He's the director of New Life Clinics. Uh, uh, Every Man's Battle. I know Steve from Every Man's Battle. Uh, Boy, it's about pornography. And there's two books he wrote, and every single man a young man should read these books called Every Man's Battle. And I don't remember what the second one is, but it's tied into Every Man's Battle. And Stephen says this. He talks about bitterness. And he says 85% of those who come into his clinic with depression have some deep hatred. Don't you hear the hidden thing there? When they say deep, it's a hidden thing. Have some deep hidden hatred or hidden resentment towards someone. Because they refuse to forgive, he says they remain the, remain the victim of the person who victimized them. Dr. Caroline Leaf wrote two good books, highly recommend, Who Shut Off My Brain and Turn On Your Brain. And she says in the study of epigenetics that 87% of all diseases are psychosomatic. We make ourselves sick. Why do you think God tells us 400 times, do not fear, do not worry? Why do you think God says to forgive lest ye be forgiven. He's not saying this because he's an angry daddy. He's saying this because he made us. He knows us. He knows the effect of our thoughts on our body. The body releases 63 known chemicals. And one of the main dictators of which chemicals are released is what you're thinking about. So how do you deal with those times when you've been wronged? How do you get through the hurt caused by someone else's thoughtless or malicious disregard, maybe their injustice. Well, Dr. Zimmerman says it's four steps. First, he says, accept the fact that love and pain go together. It was C.S. Lewis that said, to love at all is to be vulnerable. Love anything and your heart will certainly be broken. And many people don't understand that. 
Dr. Zimmerman was talking about a lady in one of his workshops, and she said, uh, I'm taking steps to never get hurt again. And then he replied, so in other words, you're taking steps to never love again. And she said, no, 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 that's not what I said. I don't want some guy to hurt me again. So he pushed. So you don't want some guy to love you again. She got frustrated with him and said, no, look, I don't want pain in my life. Don't you get it yet? Pain is done usually with friendly fire. With someone close enough to you that they can do damage. Trust me. My wife would probably tell you if she was being honest, I wasn't around, that I am the responsible for most of her pain in her life. Now, that's not true at all. But we say things like that. We do things like that. Because we write the good stuff in sand. And then when someone doesn't does do something nice or they don't fulfill all of our needs or they don't make us happy and they don't make us this, then that's washed away. But you know what's written on stone? Because we got it bass backwards. I said it rightly. said it right. Bass backwards. <laughs> because we put the good stuff they did for us in sand. And it goes away as soon as something doesn't go right. And what's written in the stone is all the wrongs. That's, we got it bass backwards. We got to turn it around. We got to write the good stuff in stone. And the band stuff in sand. It was uh, uh, Billy Graham's wife, Ruth, I think is her name, said uh, that a marriage consists of two good forgivers. Second, Dr. Zimmerman says, understand the nature of forgiveness. It's not about letting the other person off the hook. It's about letting ourselves off the hook. He says, then don't brood. Third, don't brood. In other words, don't hang on to it. Don't put it in a hidden place. When you're wronged, when you feel the anger, resentment building up inside of you, deal with it as quickly as possible. Let it go. Put it at the cross. Remind yourself that you've done things as well that you would want to be forgiven. And he says, fourth, adopt the attitude. A lot of people think they forgive someone and be done with it. In other words, it's something they do on occasion wrong. A true, healthy, mature individual takes a forgiving approach to life. Again, Dr. King said it so well. Forgiveness is not an occasional act. It's a permanent attitude. You need to get squeezed. Go to a safe place where you can get squeezed. Some of this deep stuff, get it to the surface to get it out of you because it's killing you. It's not serving you well. Go to likeitmatters.net. Let me put a little pressure on you to bring that bad stuff to the surface to clean it up. So you can go home free at last, free at last, good God, free at last. You are under construction on the Like It Matters radio network. I am Mr. Black, helping you become more hopeful about your future, reminding you, when you live your life like it matters, it does. What's up? He's the person you hired for your digital marketing strategy. And when he's done battling aliens on his PS5 in his parents' basement, I'm sure he'll get right to work. Now, meet the team at Salem Surround. What's up? Over 200 digital media strategists with all the current digital tools, resources, and training bringing your business the real results you need. These are the people who are passionate about your marketing success and will work 24-7 to deliver customers to you and your business. So, Tim. Yes, level 12. I'm going to be here all night. Or the team at Salem Surround. 
Why trust your digital marketing to one person when you can hire a whole team? Nationwide exposure, experience, and expertise. Let our team of experts focus on your digital marketing strategy so you can focus on your business. It's an easy decision. To learn more about Salem Surround, call 651-289-4418. 651-289-4418. Ringing liberty and 